Radio Pulpit, 657 AM. 657 AM, Radio for Believers in Action. 657 AM, Radio Pulpit, coming to you live. We trust the Lord is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. You can send us your WhatsApps. It's 082657. Yeah, WhatsApp is working, eh? You can send us your WhatsApps. It's 082657-2729. That's 082657-2729. Let's hear what you say about this. The very aspect of being instruments of the Father. What does it mean to you? Um, when you look at yourself and see yourself as the instrument of the Father, what does it mean to you? What should it mean to us? And uh, when we look at ourselves generally, can we say there are areas where we seem to have missed out? You know, when it comes to being instruments of the Father, have we missed out a bit? And uh, have we messed up a bit? Have we off-ramped where we were not supposed to? Have we gone on to usurp authority? Have we gone on to build our own clusters in a way? These are things that one goes into and and really reflects on. Let's get what you say. 012-333-8699. And uh, let's understand uh, what you you say with regards to this. Of course, what does it mean to be an instrument of the Father? Charles Sibago is sending me a, a, a video that has been going on on TikTok for so many, 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 many days uh, of a pastor who negotiates with a tokolosh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, of course, um, send us your WhatsApp. It's 0826572729. Let's hear what you say with regards to that. And. Uh, you can also um, uh, drop us a voice note and just tell us what does it mean to be an instrument of the Father. Can we say without a doubt we have stayed on course into being instruments of the Father or we have been lured by fame, money, fortune, influence, followers to an extent that we started now speaking our own agendas instead of the agenda of the one who has chosen us and called us his own. For his own purpose, have we gone on to actually bring across what we see as our own visions and not that of the Father? Do we still have a relationship with him when it comes to being his instruments? Have we become clusters, gangs, small communities that have built themselves little bits of acts or towers? that talk about us and glorify us are we happy that you know the nation looks at us but there's no one getting saved in the true sense we're just recruiting people in the name of salvation to come to our ministries have we gone wrong a bit there i need to hear from you as uh, uh, we talk zero one two triple three eight six nine nine you can give us a shout and talk to us directly there Let's hear what you say. Zero one two double three four one three double two. You can also call us on that one. Siguze uti uti nuena ngalulutaba. Now, Muruti, let me bring this to you then. Um, uh, it says also, you know, we he has made my mouth like a sharp sword. In the shadow of his hand, he has hidden me and made me a polished shaft in his quiver. He has hidden me 
Hey, Maruti, it's just like uh, a weapon that is in its holster. And it just doesn't come out of itself and start going to shoot wherever it wants. But have we become those kinds of... You know when they say someone has become a loose cannon? Have we become those kinds of things? I wonder. Muruti, what comes to mind? Muruti Muraka? Yes, what comes to mind uh, is two areas of scripture. Mm. Uh, uh, in terms of under, for us understanding that an instrument is actually an implement or a tool. And in this case, we are talking of it as a sword, according to uh, uh, Isaiah 49. Now, if we read in Second Timothy chapter 2, from <clears throat> verse 19 to verse 22, let me read quickly. Nevertheless, the solid foundation of God's stands, having this still, the Lord knows those who are here. Mm-hmm. And let everyone who names the name of Christ distance himself from unrighteousness. But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and silver, mm-hmm. but also of wood and clay. Some for honor, and some for dishonor. Therefore, if anyone cleanses himself from the latter, he will be a vessel for honor, made holy or sanctified and useful for the master, Mm. organized for every good work. Flee also youthful desires, but pursue righteousness, faith, love, with those who call upon the Lord out of a clean heart. Now, we can see there, my brother, that uh, instruments of God that please God are those who are the instruments of honor, who who depart from uh, unrighteousness. Mm. So, he is the one who, who really such as weapons against darkness. When those who understand themselves to be his vessels yield to him to be cleansed by him from being uh, uh, unrighteous and as a result being vessels of dishonor, And when they are sanctified, yielding to the Holy Spirit of sanctification, they become useful to the master. They did not become their own weapons or their own instruments. They are made ready by the gospel of peace. They are organized by that gospel of peace to be uh, uh, vessels of honor. But we also read about this in Romans chapter 6, where it says, verse 12, or maybe let me start from verse 11. Likewise, you also reckon yourselves to be defunct indeed to sin, but alive to God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal body that you should not 
obey it in its desire. And do not present your members instruments of unrighteousness to sin, but present yourself to God as being alive from the defunct and your members as instruments of righteousness to God. For sin shall not lord over you, for you are not under Torah, but under grace. Now, we can see again that those weapons that we are should be the weapons of righteousness. In other words, where we yield to him to cleanse us from unrighteousness and we pursue holiness. We pursue holiness. We pursue exclusivity, exclusive to God, not to these other things. Now, if we look at these things which are being introduced and they are being uh, uh, developed in the wrong direction, you, you were talking earlier about people uh, 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 yielding to their desires of perverseness inside halls, but now they don't anymore feel it's okay. They are pushing these things outward. So basically, the, 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 the movement is not in the direction which God wants us to be, to be going in as his instrument of honor. But the movement is going in the direction of being uh, implement or uh, 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 instruments of dishonor. That scripture which you read, my brother, when when, when you asked me the question, refers yeah. to Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, Isaiah 49. Yes. The way Jesus Christ walked in obedience, constantly saying no to temptation and saying yes to the will of the Father, it it, 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 it reveals that he is the most powerful weapon God has got against his rebels. Because there is an angel who has rebelled. He's still in mm-hmm. heaven. He's still carrying out his rebellion there. But the reality when we look at the word of God, and when we look especially at the precious life of Jesus Christ, which he lived here in his days of the flesh, we realize what is the ultimate end of the devil. <clears throat> he will not remain in heaven. He's going to be thrown out. Now, there are those who are apostles of the devil. There are those who are angels of the devil. What do they do? They mimic him. They, they come into the things of God, they speak as though they are of the light, but they continue in their rebellion. Just like the devil, they will be thrown out. But there are those instruments which have been fashioned by God, which are like his secret weapons. It is the people who are obeying in the same way that Jesus Christ obeyed, who received the deposit from Christ the donation of the measure of faith that Christ gives. 
and they walked in that measure of faith, obeying the Father. Ultimately, when Jesus Christ is revealed, they will also be revealed that they are like him. But before they are revealed, when they interact with people, not on stages, not on platforms, just ordinarily, mm. there is an aroma which flows from them to the people that are bound. And mm. the people that are bound realize when they interact with these people that uh, I need help. Yes. I need that is being an instrument of God. Because you are an instrument of righteousness. Sometimes you just pray with the person. When you open your eyes, you find that they are weeping. You and you pray the simple prayer. You are not even in your mind trying to convict them of anything. But because you are working as an instrument of God of obedience, the aroma flows, it touches people. Then you'll find that person asking, but how can I be freed from this? Then you share with them the truth, the truth of the gospel. So there is a delegation here on earth of those who are instruments of honor. And that delegation is working. But greatly and largely, there is another delegation of this honor. And what is said is those who do not want to change, those who do not want to cleanse themselves from unrighteousness. And God has already told us how we do that. If we don't know, we look at First John chapter 1, and it speaks to us. If we say we have not sinned, we are deceiving ourselves. But if we confess our sins to the Lord himself, he's faithful and righteous to forgive our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness so that we can be his vessels of honor, his instrument that he is using to fight the battle that is raging yep. against sin. Absolutely there. We trust and believe the Lord is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. You can give us a shout, talk to us directly there. What does it mean to be an instrument of the Father? What have you learned about being an instrument of the Father? And when we look at ourselves today, what are some of the things that have become a bit different compared to what is spoken in the Word? What kind of deviations have occurred over time, which we seem to have embraced regardless? And what can be done about it? Zero one two triple three eight six nine nine. You can give us a shout there and talk to us directly. Did you listen to Radio Pulpit today? Did you hear a feature or program that interested you? You can order the CD or your favorite program or feature. Place your order with client services at 012-334-1200. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. There we go. We trust the Lord is doing you good, blessing you so much in a mighty way. You can talk to us directly there. Tell us what does it mean? To be an instrument of the Father. And these days, do we understand what it means to be an instrument of the Father? Do we? It's a question that comes to mind. This is Koli in the background there. And the name of the song is Ungugupila. You are the life. 
It's a beautiful rendition there. Give us a shout. Let's hear what you say about this very aspect. Faith, hope, and love. Experience victory in your life on 657 AM. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za You can now buy your favorite programs and series of the past 38 years on eCompanion, Radio Pulpit's own online shop. Revisit programs by beloved presenters like Justice Chungu, Cecile Berger, Esti Geldenais, and Pastor Aaron Jelly. Books and CDs from various authors and artists, as well as Radio Pulpit t-shirts, caps, and other branded products will also be available on eCompanion, your one-stop soul food shop. Visit radiopulpit.co.za and click on shop. T's and C's apply. It's here. Radio Pulpit's new website is live. You can tune in at radiopulpit.co.za and enjoy crystal clear sound with just a click of a button or listen to our podcasts. Discover biblical truths in our daily devotionals and let our stories of hope inspire you. You can download our app on this new look easy to use platform. Find your favorite program, get to know our presenters and so much more at radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. From your ear, to your heart, to your mouth, to your feet. Join this life on 657 AM. That is Tori Mgango there and I hope she keeps it this way because in the gospel industry you can actually be bought. Get in touch with the truth, the light and the life. 657 AM. 657 AM Radio Pulpit coming to you. And then of course we are together throughout up to the hour 8. It is 29 and a half over seven you can give us a shout talk to us directly there <laughs> tell us how you feel about the very aspect of being instruments of the father if we say we are and uh, if we say if you can use uh, anything lord you can use me take my hand lord at my feet if you can use anything lord you can use me what what do we mean what does it mean to be an instrument of the father being used of the father what does it entail? You can give us a shout, 012 That's 012-334-1322. And 12 uh, Let us hear what you say on the matter. And uh, of course, you can also, you know, bring in your opinion and say, okay, this is the opinion I was holding all these years. And now I understand what it is all about. The book of Haggai, Pastor Sam uh, in chapter 2, verses 23, it says, In that day, says the Lord of hosts, I will take you, Zerubbabel, my servant, the son of, she- uh, of Shiltiel, says the Lord, and I will make you like a signet ring, for I have chosen you, says the Lord. He has chosen us to do his signature work, you know, uh, because we are the body of his son, and the anointing, is upon his son hence the functionalities and we should stay within that order and understand what it means and the signet ring it's it's authority um is it the authority of the father or have we seen now the rise of our own little cluster authorities 
Pastor Sam. Yeah, thank you very much for the question. Uh, you know, as you just put it, today um, uh, we are experiencing or we are facing, uh, I might call it a crisis, not mm. necessarily into the body of Christ, but we are facing a crisis into our churches. Mm. I mean, our denominations, we see how people have become uh, the authority to themselves. Mm. You know, uh, yesterday I was uh, watching um, uh, some pictures. I mean, I was following the program on on YouTube, and they were talking about some men of God and so on. Then uh, I saw this picture that really amazed me. Mm. Uh, you see, this man of God, he wanted to portray himself as an humble person. But mm. what we saw on the picture does not show anything of humility. Yes. Now, what happened is he comes to the convoy, you know, uh, a lot of cars following him behind, and then in well dressed, he goes oh. on a bicycle. Mm. On a bicycle. Mm-hmm. And then uh, around the bicycle, you see, you see a lot of, uh, you see bodyguards and the police, <laughs> and the police and the, and the, the men, they are protecting him. Hey, hey, hey. Now he's on a bicycle, and yeah. when you look at the bicycle, yeah, it's not just it's not just any bicycle. Any bicycle, yeah, yeah. This is a, a very expensive bicycle. Yeah, top of the range. That is on. Yeah, top of the range. <laughs> now the other question is, by the look of things, he did not start riding that bicycle from wherever it was coming from. Mm. It looked as if he just when he was closer to the church, publicity. Then he went on the bicycle. Yeah. Now, my question, I mean, I, I, when I was just about what is the picture? What, what did you want to tell us? At the end of the day, I picked up something saying that this man is an authority by himself. It, it seems that he is in control. Mm. Wherever he is, people need to move for him. Mm. He pretends as if he's going on a bicycle, but not any bicycle, but a very expensive bicycle to tell you, I am in charge. I can be on a bicycle, I can be riding, I can be driving, but I'm in charge. Mm. And you people, you are my workers. You are my protectors. Now, the good question is, you are protected, but you are telling the members of your church to buy water and oil from you in order mm. for them to be protected. Mm. Now, the good question is, I mean, who is protecting who? Now, yeah. on your side, you feel like, I mean, you can control. You have the control over the people that, I mean, you are leading. You have control over the church. And you can tell them whatever that you want to tell them. And whatever you say goes. I mean, there's, not, there's no, nothing of the Holy Spirit anymore. Mm. It's not the Holy Spirit that is guiding. It's not the Holy Spirit that is leading. Now it's you leading. Because when you come to church, it's, it's been funny to find that, I mean, the pastor will be preaching uh, on, the, on the pulpit. Mm. But... Around the pulpit, you have people who are standing there with guns. Machine guns. No. And you ask yourself a question, yeah. You're in the church. And you ask yourself a question, who are they protecting? Mm. Are they protecting the pastor from us? Or they are protecting us standing close to the pastor? We don't understand. Mm. So the truth is, if, if, if uh, there's an incident, maybe the, uh, 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 a bandit or maybe uh, robbers or whatever enter that church, the first reflection will be what? They will run to the pastor. 
to protect the pastor. And you, the members, you be by yourself. Mm. But why the same people, they claim to be the servants of God, that God has called them. But are they really standing for the people? Are they really standing there for what God has called them for? Mm. But you see, they're not doing that, but they become an authority themselves. Meaning that they're not of God. They can decide anyhow. They can do whatever they want to do. You know, there are some programs in our churches nowadays that when you look at them, sometimes you wonder. You ask yourself a question. This month, four, I mean, 40, I mean uh, maybe 20 days of prayer, fasting and whatever. Mm. Next month, they tell you uh, a month, a week, a week, two weeks of seminar. Yeah. The following month, they come with the 21 days of prayer. Or maybe seven days of prayer. Then you don't have any say on that. You just come. And you ask yourself a question, why am I praying, by the way? Mm, why mm, am I praying? Why mm, am I here? Mm. The pastor has got his own problem, his own issues. He wants to pray and invite the whole church by saying, God has spoken to me to come and pray. But why is not that? You the one who have your own issues. Deal with your issues. Leave the people of God. Go, let them go and work and produce money for their lives. Mm. Even the little they get, let them use it for their own survival. Mm-hmm. But you keep them in church for 21 days, for 7 days, for 14 days, seminar of this, seminar of that. And they don't have a say. Whoever does not respond to that calling, you call him a devil. While... In the instance, it's supposed to ask me a question, Pastor, why are you asking us to pray? Why are you asking us to come to church? Are we supposed to come? Then no say whatsoever. They become an authority in such a way that they can stand on the pulpit and say, if we don't want to follow what I'm saying, the door is widely open. We can go. That means you you, you ask yourself a question, am I in the church of God? Or I mean, that's so... And so, church. What is going on? You know, now, even when people talk about the church, they don't talk about the church of Jesus. They talk about my church. Mm. This is my church. My people. It's like as if they've died for that church. It's like as if they've, they've shed the blood for that church. Mm. It's like as if they've become gods to themselves. Mm. Then they can say, this is my church. I decide what goes. Mm. If you are not okay with that, the door is wide open. Some other people will come. And then it's going, and you see people applauding, saying, <laughs> "Yeah, this man needs to be cast. They need to be cast away. So, to be cast away." You see today in the church, a man of God will stand on the pulpit and say, "Say, say a bigger man, so that I may continue preaching." If you don't say a bigger man, I won't continue. Mm. Just to say, "Are you preaching?" What nonsense! Hey. Is this? And then, I told you to use just word, the word. You mm. have to say, "What nonsense is this?" What are they preaching in front there? You see, the one who's going to speak, the one who's going to make a, 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 a big, a, a loud, I mean, a bigger man will be blessed. Mm. A louder man will be blessed. And that's the same question. Do they really know what they are doing in the pope? Mm. You ask this type of question. Mm. You know, we brought a lot of gain, a lot of things in the church, in the name of being in charge. Mm. I can do whatever I want to do. I can preach if I want to preach. I can choose one of the members or one of the preachers to preach today if I want to. But if I don't want, I won't. 
Meaning, it's not God who's leading, it's you who's leading. Mm. That means you feel today, you know, one day, I'm going to stop on this. Back in, uh, in, in, uh, in, in, uh, in my church, in, in the church where I used to operate in Cape Town. Now, the senior, the, the, the senior pastor was not there, and then it happens that uh, uh, I preached when I came to, on, a, on, a, on a pulpit, I was preaching. Mm. Then I said thank you, okay, in a normal, because you know what I said, thank you to the men of God, because they're giving you the pulpit or something, things yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, I said thank you to the pastor for really trusting me with the pulpit. And uh, what I picked up in, the, in our church in Cape Town is uh, my pastor will always, when, when, when he gives me the pulpit in terms of preaching, sometimes he's not in, in the church. He will always do it when he's out. Mm. But for other people, some, you know, most of the time, he will be there. But mm. for me, he will say, I trust you. I know that you cannot I mean, destroy the children or whatever. I know the message will be a good message. Mm. And then he will go. Now, me, I agreed to, I, I said thank you to the pastor. The, the, my pastor was in church. Mm. I did not say thank you to her. I don't say thank you to her. I just said thank you to the pastor and so on and so on. And then, after the church, she was very courageous. She came to me and said, uh, why didn't you say thank you to me? Yo. Don't you know that it's me, it's me who, I mean, asked for, for you to preach. I, I'm the one who spoke to my, to my husband for you to preach. Yo. I said, wonderful. I said, yo, is this the way you are? <laughs> and I just said, okay, thank you very much. And now I know yeah, yeah. that if I have to preach, somebody must plead for me, hey, for me hey, to hey, preach. Hey, and no, hey. this now is speaking for you, telling you what, you are not in, you don't, you are not in control. Yeah. You, you don't have any say. Somebody has a say. It's not even the Holy Spirit. There's that person deciding on what to do. What not to do, and then you sit and ask yourself a question who is in charge? Yeah. We are just instruments whereby the Lord can come anytime, He can change the program. He can say, You, as a, 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 man, a man, man, don't preach the whole month. Mm. I want other people to preach, mm. but mm. if anyone comes that way, you're the one standing and say, I am the one who put in the program. No, if God who decided for them to be on the program, be humble accept to sit and allow the people to preach. But, you know, we always want to take that credit. I am the one. You know, if we don't preach, you know, if, I guess, you know, please. You know, these are things that you see a lot of, of a men of God today. They become the authority themselves. They do whatever pleases them. Yeah. They do whatever that they, I mean, they feel like it's okay with their, with, with their church. Because, or, or anyway, they call it their church because they need to protect it. They will call whoever they want to call. They will refuse whoever they want to refuse. Mm. And today, even when it, when it comes to the, to the choosing of the people that we work with or the people that we invite in our churches, mm. that is showing the interest that we have, not the interest of God. Not what God wants. It's about what I want. I want my church to be well. I want me, when this one comes to preach, he will make an altar call. There will be enough money. I'll have my own, uh, my own share. And you start working in that regard. You know, you call the people who can invite you as well. If they don't, I mean, if, if, uh, if, if they cannot invite you, don't invite them. Meaning what? Meaning that this is no longer the church of God, it becomes your own church. Whereby you decide on who to come and who not to come. It's That's a, very sad. It has become your own enterprise of a sort. Yeah. yeah. Hey, 
We are taking your calls. Give us a shout. Let's hear what you say. Zero one two triple three eight six nine nine. And uh, of course, we are talking about chosen instruments. If we say we are, what does it mean? What does the word say? Zero one two double three four one three double two. You can send us a voice note and a WhatsApp. Oh eight two six five seven two seven two nine. Let's hear what you say on this matter. And uh, of course, sometimes we find ourselves really uh, wanting to get meanings into what is implied uh, by being instruments, servants, chosen of the Father. What does it imply? What does the word say? We look at what we do, we compare, and then if we are out of the word, we repent, we get back to the word. That's the whole thing. That's how it should be. That's how it should be done. Many people across South Africa are being blessed and encouraged by the Radio Pulpit devotional magazine, The Word for Today. This publication places the gospel of Jesus Christ in the hands of more than 100,000 people every day, inspiring every person, from the professional businessman to the needy person who lives in the streets. Each edition contains daily scripture-based devotionals and inspiring articles to help you grow spiritually. The booklet is given with the compliments of Radio Pulpit, but your donation, large or small, will help us to print the next edition and continue being the hope of the gospel to a world in desperate need. The Word for Today. Get yours today on 012-334-1200 or subscribe online at www.radiopulpit.co.za. Radio Pulpit, your daily companion. All right, the time has just gone on to 15 minutes before the hour 8. And uh, let's hear what you say about this very aspect, being an instrument. Maruti, I'm looking also at um, uh, John 15, verse 16. Now, this should seal everything. You did not choose me, but I chose you. And appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatever you ask the Father in my name, which means within my authority, he may give you. Now, it sounds like sometimes. I heard someone saying yeah, it's like we're doing God a a favor, and I said, no, 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 I'm not doing him a favor. He is doing me a favor. And he was so offended, the man, man. He wanted to get rid of me since that day. Muruti God comes to mind here. Yeah. In other words, being an instrument, again, it means being uh, a person that is exploited or who is made use of. By whom? Yeah, somebody's property. Yeah. Not not the other way around. And and like you say, I agree hundred percent with you because also this keyword chosen. <laughs> Excuse me. Uh, it means the one who's choosing is more senior than us. Mm. Uh, therefore the the authority demands that we submit to his will if we are indeed his instruments. And there where you are reading, it's very clear that because it's such a great 
awesome God. Uh, his ability is beyond measuring. Mm. But it is made available to us. Not for us, but for his service. Mm. So that whatever we are doing, we are doing it for his service. Now, let, let's read another scripture, which again it is Jesus uh, teaching there. And which agrees with what you were saying. Mm. Uh, Luke chapter 17, from verse 5, it says, And the apostles said to the Lord, meaning to Jesus Christ, Increase our faith. So the Lord says, If you have faith as a master kernel, and by the way, I have come to see what a master kernel is. It's mm. very, very, very small. Yeah, if yeah. you have faith as a master kernel, you shall say to this mulberry tree, be uprooted and be planted in the sea, and it would obey you. Mm. Now, <clears throat> and which of you, having a slave plowing or a... Uh, 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 Tendership will say to him when he has come uh, uh, in from the field, come at once and sit down to eat. Mm. But will he not rather say to him, organize something for my supper and gird yourself and bonsert me till I have eaten and drunk, and afterwards you will eat and drink. Does he thank that slave because he did the things that were commanded him? I suppose not. That's mm -mm. best. So likewise, you, when you have done all those things which you are commanded, accept this. We are unprofitable slaves. We have done what was our obligation to do. Now, <clears throat> if we have this attitude, we could see great miracles happening. But they, they, those miracles say nothing about us. They don't make us change from who we were yesterday. If we read the book of Acts, we'll see that uh, 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 splendid and, and awesome miracles were performed uh, under the apostles and the disciples. But they did not suddenly become arrogant. They did not suddenly assume uh, some positions and titles and all kinds of these things. Because they understood that the ability of God is made available to them as slaves whose main purpose is to be exploited by their owner, the Lord who can send them anywhere, anyhow, and demand that they give their all, and they would do it gladly. Even if they were thrown into prison, they would go there gladly. Now, if you immediately, and, and I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, I'm not uh, uh, tonight sitting here uh, to throw hot shots at other people, but I'm just saying, let's check what we are doing. What is it saying about our motive? My brother, if I am 
guarded by men who are carrying machine guns. Because I am preaching the gospel. Then there's something wrong. Because mm. those who went before me, who preached the gospel before me, they, 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 the title for them was men who hazard their souls. In other words, men who are prepared to die for Christ. Now, how can I not want to die for Christ? And then come up with some kind of excuse and say, you know, if I'm alive, I would be able, I would still be available for this uh, congregation so that I can still benefit that. <laughs> it's not me who decides. It is the Lord who decides how he uses me. My, he wants an attitude for me. Mm. An attitude which says, at all costs. I'm going to serve you. Not not the other way around. Mm. And and even the miracles which we claim to have seen up to now do not even come close to the miracles that the apostles actually saw performed under their authority. Uh, because they were they were squarely placed under the authority of God. We usurp authority like the devil usurped authority. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 amazing that uh, at times we fail to understand what being an instrument of the Father is all about. We fail at times to understand that. I am looking at uh, Acts chapter nine, verse fifteen. Um, check it out here. It says in Acts chapter nine, verse fifteen. But the Lord said to him, "Go." For he is a chosen vessel of mine to bear my name before the Gentiles, kings, and the children of Israel. But we seem to be bearing names of our own denominations and our own theological persuasions instead of the name of Yahusha HaMashiach. Professor, what comes to mind? What's wrong with us being instruments who are bearing wrong names? Yeah, this is, this is something that really we need to look at. I mean, I don't know where these theologians come into our churches, into our ministries nowadays. Because mm. uh, we, uh, by the look of things, uh, as we just read in, in Acts uh, 9, uh, 15 says, But the Lord said to him, Go, for this, is, this man is a deliberately chosen instrument of mm. mine. Mm. Deliberately chosen instrument of mine to bear my name before the Gentiles, and kings and the sons of Israel. Now, if mm. we understand the source is God, the one who sent you is God, and he has called you for a purpose. Yeah. But nowadays, it's like as if, as I said, I mean, you have a lot of uh, mushroom comes of leaders who are coming from all over. And then they proclaim themselves that we are prophets and whatever, and they call themselves, as they call themselves the one, as they want to call themselves. Mm. Then you sit, you ask yourself a question, where are they coming from? Mm. Now, now you see that, I mean, there is a, a, a notion whereby people want to have the, a notion of a spiritual father. Mm. Yeah, yeah, I've that seen that. Also, that at, also, at the fee, they're, also paying, not, they're also paying some money. Uh, for yeah, those guys yeah. to become their spiritual Definitely. fathers. It's happening everywhere. And, then, and that notion of spiritual fathers, I, I don't see it as well fit. Yeah. Because somehow it has become a 
something just to justify something, mm. to cover something. Yeah, but in the instance, when you go in the Bible, when you go in the Bible, there's no place where God is calling anybody spiritual father to anyone. Mm. Because Jesus Christ himself is speaking to the Pharisees, for instance, he says in the book of Matthew mm. uh, 23, he says what? Don't call anyone on earth father. You have only one father in heaven. Obviously, people will argue when it comes to Paul who says he called, I mean, in the Corinthians, he calls them my son. And then we, we move on to Timothy, he calls Timothy's son. Mm-hmm. But in, in other instances, he said, I'm sending you Timothy, our brother. He never said, I'm sending you Timothy, my son. Yeah. Now, people need to understand in which context he, he called those people son. Not necessarily that he's become a spiritual father to them. Because mm-hmm. there are two verse. There's uh-huh. one physical and one spiritual. The spiritual uh-huh. one is God. Uh-huh. And the physical one is, I mean, is the man. Mm. You know? Now, this is the problem whereby people now are mushroomed to whatever. They connect themselves to some name so they will be accepted. But even when we go deeper, we find that those names are not even supposed to be called hey. spiritual fathers. Hey. And then it's confusing, it's confusing the whole, the whole equation. Now, the truth of the matter, the Bible says we shall know, we shall know everyone by what? By his fruit. The scripture that you gave to, I mean, Muruti uh, Muraka, uh, um, says, I mean, in John 16, it says, I've chosen you so that you may go and bear fruit, and bear fruit that will remain. In the essence, for me to call one that is a prophet or whatever, I need to look at, I mean, is a, the, the fruit that he's producing. I must see what is, he has become. Then mm. it will make more sense. Mm. So I, I thought it's going to be a waste of time. Otherwise, I won't know that he's doing the good job of, of God. Because the whole thing is about what do we produce as fruit? Is, are the fruit connected to the work that God has called you to? to? Then we will know. Because even when we talk about that, I mean, the, 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 the unbelievers are the first people to call to call them the believers as uh, Christians, it's going to be the same thing. Somehow, don't just call yourself a pastor if a people cannot identify you as a pastor. Mm. Don't call yourself a prophet if nobody can identify you as a prophet. Mm. Because somehow, we need to come to that place whereby it is a true calling that is well confirmed and well affirmed and everyone knows and everyone accepts that you've been really called by God, mm. by the fruit that they see from you. But you know, today it's just anybody yeah. waking up in the morning and said, I feel like starting my own church. And the moment you start the church, who are you to come and stop it? You cannot mm. come and stop it. Yeah. If it's, especially if it's eloquent, if it can speak well, it can go with it can go without being stopped. And this is a very, I mean, a very dangerous moment we are in because the Bible says many will come in my name. What many are coming in the name of God, we're supposed to have the one who are truly the sons of God, the one who are truly really called by God, who, can, who are really doing the work of God. And I believe it is the fruit that will I mean, define everything, who is the true instrument and who is not the true instrument. Yeah, you know, this is another topic that we need to handle as the Lord allows us to. Time has gone. It's two minutes to the hour. The final words, Muruti, what say you, sir? Uh, the final word is that the word of God says we are uh, the, 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 
the law, I mean, that's in Hebrews chapter 8 and also Hebrews chapter 10, mm. that in the fresh covenant, God has written his law on our heart. Uh-huh. So we are again the legal document of God. We are an instrument mm. where if anyone needs to know uh, that it is wrong to commit adultery, they just have to see how we live. Mm. Because we are that legal document. That the law is not wrong. The law has been changed position. Mm. It was outside. Now it is inside those who are instruments of God. And it should be clear mm. that we don't use the name of God uh, uh, in a wrong way, which, which as we walk with God, we don't do certain things. We do certain things. Now, people can see the law of God written in our lives. We are an epistle written by the Spirit. Mm. I hear you well. Pastor Sam, a final word. We have a minute. You know, I was just going to say uh, we thank God for this uh, beautiful time that we've had. And truly, uh, many of us, we need to, I mean, from time to time, we need to review and go back to God and uh, Try to understand if we have been called by God, not just because you've uh, been running around already and then uh, somehow you've been there because of uh, someone else or maybe your pastor has called you Mm -hmm. to come in the ministry. But in essence, we need to go back to God and see what God has called you for and then act upon it. Absolutely. Absolutely. I believe that. Thank you so much. Thank you so much to both of you. Muruti Muraka, I appreciate you. Pass our regards and love to your family, sir. I'll do that, my brother. Please do the same. And Professor Kabamba, do the same, my brother. Amen. Professor Kabamba, pass our love and regards to the family. I'll do so and also do the same. Muruti Muraka, greet the people that side. We love them very much. Yeah. And yeah. as Muruti um, Ray said, we're going to organize a time to meet again. We will organize a time. It's it's going to happen. It's going to happen, man. It's going to happen. Praise the Lord. Thank yeah, praise you. Yeah, thank Lord. you so much. And of course, and uh, good night to both of you. Blessings and blessings from Yahuwah. Amen. Amen. And of course, thank you so much for listening. Thank you very much. And to the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the only true potentate, Yahushua Mashiach, we bless his holy name that even tonight, by his Holy Spirit, he has led us into truth. Be safe, be sound, be protected. Stay alert at all times. Pray, watch and pray. Shalom. Share the love. Share the truth. Share the life on 657 AM. On 657 AM. If you need prayer, please send your request to prayer at radiopulpit.co.za or WhatsApp 067-429-7564 or go to Radio Pulpit website on www.radiopulpit.co.za Do you want to grow your business sales? Do you know that you can advertise on Radio Pulpit, Radio Pulpit website, the Word for Today magazine, and the Word for You Today magazine at the ridiculously low prices? Yes, you can indeed. 
Little Puppet, your daily companion, offers you the platform to grow your businesses at the best affordable prices. Simply contact me, Godfrey Moabi, on godfrey at radiopuppet.co.za or call me on 012-334-1265 and I'll tell you how. Remember, I've made it my business to grow your business. You and 657 AM and Life, a winning team on the road to eternity.